1: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
0: In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss.
2: Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. It is established scientific fact, as we all know, that no two sets of fingerprints are alike. It is equally true that the markings on a bullet that's been fired are as distinctive as fingerprints. One gun and one gun only will leave those precise markings. No other. Our mystery drama, Bulletproof, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by George Lothar and stars Mason Adams and Patricia Elliott. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. It almost goes without saying that what intrigues us about a mystery is finding the answer to it especially the kind I bring you now. Another of those riddles that seemingly defy solution. Yet the answer, the solution, had to be found if an innocent man, or in any case a man who claimed to be innocent, was to be saved from execution in the gas chamber of a certain western state where the death penalty had been restored. That man was Rocky Stark, who one night, not too long ago, found himself facing... But that's our story.
3: Another cup of coffee before you go to work, hon?
2: Uh-uh, Kim. If you say
3: no, because you don't think we can afford well, it. Well, can not, we? Not come on, Rocky. You're in one of your down moods again. But things aren't all that bad with us.
2: Sure. Sure. Living, if you can call it that, in one room in a condemned tenement. Me with a crummy night watchman job that pays peanuts. No future, no sign even of future. And you you, you can say things aren't all that bad. We got
3: each other. In fact, you in prison two years and all... Well, to me, it's everything, Rocky. Oh, Kim,
2: baby, don't don't get me wrong. Those two years behind bars, taking the rap for that creep partner of mine, Manny Revel, I thought of you all day. I dreamed of you all night. Oh, no, Rocky. And all the time, I'm thinking when I get out, everything will come up roses again. Manny owes me, I'm thinking. Manny will pay off. It'll be like old times, you and me living in style, the way you ought to live, instead of a pigsty like Oh, Rocky. Huh? What happened? What happens? I go to see him at the Golden Cab. Manny, am out. And what does he say? I'm afraid you are, he says. Out. O-U-T. And then he really lays it on me. He's got a new partner. Two-bit coffee and colors punk Johnny Mallory.
3: Rocky, sweetheart, forget it. What's the sense of going over it again and again?
2: Because I can't forget it. I thought we were running a legit night spot. And all the time behind my back, Manny's got a loan shark operation going. Mm-hmm. He comes to me, kid. Kitty says I'm a I'm a three time loser. You take the bath for me and I'll make it up to you. <laughs> sure. I took the bath, all right, and I'm still dropping oh, it. honey. And come you on. along with me, Ken. That is the hell of it. That's what drives me crazy, alone in that in that warehouse all night, thinking what you deserve to have and what you've got, thinking that if you hadn't been fool enough to marry me. I
3: married you. Because I love you. Things are gonna work out. They're working out already. You've got a job. You were afraid you never want.
2: An ex-con. you
3: got it. And it's a step towards something better.
2: But they promised you it would be. Don't get me wrong, Kim. I've got a lot of respect for my brother, Frank. He's gone far. City councilman and only 33. Two years younger than me. But he can't work miracles. Frank got
3: you the job, didn't he? He got you the permit to carry a gun so you could take the
2: job. Yeah, and I guess you could say that came pretty close to a miracle. Me, an ex-con... But... Never mind the buts. Frank's promised to do everything he can for you. Or for you.
3: what do you mean, for me?
2: He's in love with you, Kim. Always has been, you know that. Oh, don't be silly.
3: Frank stopped carrying a torch for me the day I married you. Now I'll tell one. You'd better get moving, or you'll be late.
2: Who could that be? Yeah? You Rocky Stark... Yeah, Lieutenant Chambers, my sidekick, Detective Rollins.
3: What? 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 What do you want?
2: Yeah, what do you want? You're under arrest. <gasps> oh. Under arrest? For what? Suspicion of murder. Murder? Who's murder? A guy named Johnny Mallory. Johnny Mallory. Jackie, <clears throat> hello, Frank. Thanks for coming. Your lawyer will be here in half an hour or so. My lawyer? I haven't got a lawyer. You have now. Gar McMillan. Gar McMillan? Well, he's the best. What? What, what is he going to cost? No, 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 never mind that. Now, you need the best, and that's all that counts right now. Well, why'd you do it, Rocky? Are you crazy or something? I didn't kill Johnny Mallory. And they say you did. They'll have to prove that. They can. What? The bullets that killed Mallory were fired from your gun. Well, that's impossible. That's impossible. That thirty-eight of mine has never left my hand since the day you got me the permit for it. Now, look, Rocky. They, they picked you up last night when Manny Revel told them. Manny? Me, told them about the fight you had with Mallory in Manny's office and the threats you made. Our ballistics checked the bullets that killed Mallory with the bullet fired from your gun. The markings are identical. They can't be. They are. Now, tell me. Did you threaten Mallory? No, I never even saw Johnny Mallory. When you went to see Manny... That's all I saw, Manny. Rocky, where were you yesterday afternoon between three and six? Why? That's when Mallory was murdered. They found the body in his car parked in a lonely spot out near Warehouse Point. Now, he'd been killed with two bullets through the head. Bullets they dug out of the backseat cushion and compared with one fired from your 38. Now, where, where were you between three and six? In Bayside Park. What, what were you doing there? Mm. Kim works in a restaurant near there. I was killing time, waiting for her to finish so that I could walk home with her. You were waiting for three hours on a cold, rainy day in the park for three hours? Sounds kind of out of space, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Well, maybe I am spaced out, Frank. I, I can't get out of my mind when I've done to Kim. I've wrecked her life. She's the greatest, you know that. You know that. And I, I want to give her the sun, the moon, the stars. Well, what have I given her? A roach trap and a condemned tenement. I get to thinking like that alone in a place and I have to get out. So I go to the park. Rain or shine, at least that's free in this crummy world. It may cost you more than you are barking for. Without an alibi, though, what alibi you could have, your gun killed him. Well, my gun, nobody has touched that gun except me. Well, how can you be so sure of that? How? I'll tell you how. You stuck your neck out. You stuck your neck way out to get me that permit. And you had to have a gun to get the job. And you got it for me. So was I going to take a chance on some guns so stealing it? Not me. I owed you that at least. So when I tell you that that thirty-eight never left my hands, it never did. In fact, Frank, I even slept with the damn thing. Slept with it? Strapped to my side. I wasn't taking any chances. So I don't care what they came up with in ballistics. They're wrong. Uh, the comparison microscope doesn't lie. Cops are people, and people make mistakes. Not this time. How do you know? I asked to see for myself, and they showed me. Well, then, I don't get it, Fry. Why the look? You think I did it, huh? It doesn't matter what I think. It's what the facts prove. Now, you and Johnny Mallory were enemies for years. Now, that's for openers. Johnny stepped into your shoes when he became Manny Ravel's partner. Now, according to Ravell, you threatened Johnny, and Johnny was killed with your gun. No. It doesn't matter what I think. What matters is... Yeah. What a jury will think, Rocky.
3: Just a minute. What do you want?
2: Now, is that a way to greet an old friend, Kim?
3: Did you say friend, Nanny?
2: Rocky's in a mess. I want to help if I can Okay to come in? Come in.
3: Whatever you have to say, Manny. Say it and get out.
2: I guess I already said it. I want to help any way I can. Rocky's going to need a lawyer. he
3: got one. His brother took care of Lawyer's that.
2: Lawyer's cost. He'll need money. Not from
3: you. Not after what you did to him.
2: Me? I did something to Rocky? He took a rap for you. And you sold him out. Took a rap for... Now, what are you talking about? (laughs) I see. That's the little fairy tale he told you, is that it? No fairy tale. The truth. And I sold him out. Uh, Now, how'd I do that? Mallory took Johnny's place, didn't he? Temporarily, sure.
3: Temporarily?
2: Who runs a night spot as big as the Golden Calf without help? When they put Rocky away, I needed help. I hired Johnny Mallory. He was your partner. Who sir? Rocky told me. Oh, I see, I see. More fairy tales, eh? Kim, let me give it to you straight. Rocky never took any rap from me. They nailed him with the good.
3: Then how come? When he went to see you after getting out... He
2: finds out Mallory's working with me and right away blows his wig. You know his hair-trigger temper. He gets it into his head, Mallory's my partner, and starts shouting off. Never gives me a chance to straighten him out. You're lying, No, lady. Kim, I'm telling you the truth. Hey, listen, you know how I feel about Rocky, and you at least know how I feel about you. <laughs> I
3: ought to. You made enough passes while Rocky was in prison. <laughs> it's
2: my fault you turned me on. If you were really Rocky's friend, you'd have turned yourself off. So I didn't. I'm sorry. But anyhow, I, I want to help if I can and any... Come in.
3: Oh, Frank, come in.
2: What are you doing here, Ravel? I'm asking myself the same question, Stark. You know where I am, Kim, if you need me. Huh. What was that all about?
3: Never mind. Did you see Rocky? Uh,
2: Yes. How is he? He's okay. When can I see him? Well, as soon as Gar McMillan arranges things. Uh, Maybe this afternoon.
3: Gar McMillan? The same Gar McMillan. Uh,
2: yes, Rocky needs the best legal
3: talent that can be had. Now, he's in real trouble. I know. The bullet his gun. It's in the papers. <sighs> but he didn't murder Johnny Mallory. Thank.
2: he didn't. No one else could have Kim. Now, Rocky swears that gun has never left him since the day he and I went together to buy
3: it. It never has. Well, then... A mistake's been made, that's all. No,
2: no mistake. You believe he did it? Have I any choice? He's your brother! That's one reason I haven't had any choice. I know, Rocky. I know that temper of his. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim, but from where I sit, Rocky killed Johnny Mallory.
3: No one else could have. Someone else did. The bullets. Proved the shots were fired from Rocky's gun. But it wasn't Rocky who pulled the trigger. It had to be.
2: He swears the gun has never been out of his hands. Now, is that true? Yes,
3: but he's never even fired it except on a practice range. Never.
2: Kim, the police have a strong case against Rocky. In fact, it's open and shut. I don't think even Gar McMillan can save him. Well, surely it is an open and shut case. There's no question at all about the bullets matching. Comparison microscopes don't lie. As for the gun having been used by someone else, personally, I believe Rocky's story that it has never been out of his possession. So, what possible answer can there be to the... well, the impossible? I'll return shortly for Act Two. What is fate? Fate. No, I don't know. I'm asking you. You have to wonder why an apparently nice guy like Rocky Stark, who is trying his best to repair broken dreams because he's deeply in love with his wife Kim and wants her to have everything the world can offer, you really have to wonder why life suddenly, and for no discernible reason, takes another hefty wallop at him. Visiting him in his cell, Kim puzzles over the same thing. It's too
3: much. It isn't fair. Just when things were beginning to break for you, this...
2: I wouldn't exactly say things were breaking for me, Kim. I had my uh, first talk with McMillan this morning. Gar McMillan? He was here? Yeah. And the way he acted, the way he talked, I... I don't know, Kim, it doesn't look good.
3: But he's, he's the best defense lawyer in the country. A
2: lawyer, not a magician. He tried to sound upbeat, but I could tell he wasn't exactly all choked up over my chance. Neither are you, Kim. Why, I... It was in your eyes when you walked in. It's there now, in your eyes, even in the way you smile. I know you, honey, I can tell.
3: Well, wouldn't it be foolish, pretending it's, it's going to be easy proving you're innocent?
2: I suppose. Even if you believe I'm innocent. Do you? Lucky, I... I love you. I know, but that isn't what I asked her. Johnny Mallory was murdered with my gun. But, Kim, I swear to you, I didn't fire the shot. Sweetheart, that's impossible.
3: Unless you're wrong about nobody else getting his hands on that gun.
2: Nobody else did. Nobody could have. He didn't lend it to anyone. Good Lord, Kim. If I'd have done that, don't you think I'd be spilling it to everybody? Yes, yes, of course you would. Oh, time's up already. Give us another minute, Heidi. Look, sweetie. You take care of yourself. I will. Everything okay? Got enough dough to get by? Like that?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. How about food stamps? We're running low. Oh,
3: no, no, no. I I got enough.
2: Yeah. Especially with me in here, huh? (laughs) Well, it's one bright side to all this. Anyhow, my three squares are free on the house. Food's not bad, either.
3: Now, I have got something to worry about. You'll be spoiled when you get home. My cooking won't be good enough for you anymore, and you... you Oh,
2: now, baby.
3: You're lucky, baby.
2: Hold me tight. <laughs> yes? Um, Mrs. Stark? Yes? My name is Spratt. Jack Spratt. I'm afraid I don't well, maybe the name Fats would
3: mean more to you. Fats. Oh, yeah, Rocky, Rocky has mentioned that name.
2: Well, everybody calls me fat, you see. <laughs> oh, okay if I come in. I'm a... I'm a friend the Rockies. Well, well, well of course. C- come in. Oh, thanks. Hey, hey. <laughs> smells good. What are you cooking? Spaghetti and meatballs. Sure, smells good. Real good. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, I, I was just about to eat. Uh, w- w- would you like some? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I sure would. you got enough? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Plenty. J- just sit down and observe it. Ah, it's fine. Fine. <laughs> Hello? Now you know who I am, Mrs. Stark.
3: Well, y- yes and no. I I mean, Rocky
2: has mentioned... Him. Well, I-, I operate a place called the Bullseye. It's a practice range where guys, they want to sharpen up their eye or keep it sharp, they practice Oh, a-, a shooting range, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Thanks. This looks good. That's how I know Rocky, and he knows me. See, he done practicing at the place. Not much in the county; couldn't afford much, but but some. And, and him and me, you know, we hit it off like. Hey, you, you didn't serve yourself yet. I uh, I, I really don't feel hungry. You don't feel. I just it smells and tastes like this, and you're not good. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me have a look in that pot. But please, just just ah. tell me what you're <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have done nothing like that, Mrs. Stark. You got just enough food for yourself and you give it to me. Now that's no wonder, Rocky, he was always saying you belong on a pedestal. Yeah. You, you no, eat no no, 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 no. No, no, go on, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm not hungry. I just like to eat as well. go. <laughs> you, you dig in while I tell you why I'm here. Okay. That's it. Now, see, uh, when I heard Rocky was accused of putting the barn on, on Johnny Mallory, I said to myself, that's a lot of bull. Rocky's no killer, no loan shark type either. Then you don't believe him. No, or... He took a bath for Manny Reveille. And when he got out, he shafted him. But Johnny Mallory was killed with Rocky's gun. Well, looks that way, yeah. But Rocky's convinced the gun has never been out of his hands. Now see, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Now, me, I know how Rocky felt about that .38. Could he be wrong, maybe, about nobody else getting his hands on that gun? Like, for instance, did he actually sleep with it strapped to his side? Yes, he did sound silly. No, 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 no. He wasn't taking no chances night or day. I just wanted to be sure of that before I go down to headquarters. Police headquarters? Yeah. Yeah. I got an idea that could save Rocky. If I'm right, that is. What idea? What? Now, look, don't go getting your hopes too high. I, I could be wrong, too, but... I talk it over with a friend of mine in ballistics, a Lieutenant Chambers. But, that's what is your idea? Well, it's just this. Somebody could have put the brain on Johnny Mallory with another gun and made it look like Rocky's. But that's impossible. I, I mean, isn't it
3: true that, that bullets are as distinctive as fingerprints, that, that the markings on a bullet... After it's been fired, prove that it came from one gun and no other gun?
2: Yes, right.
3: Well, then how could Mallory have been killed with another gun if the bullets that killed him came from Rocky's? Well, how?
2: Look, uh, it's better I don't tell you, Mrs. Stark. I don't want to take chances. The wrong guy, and I, and I know what I know. Or think I do. But I'll tell you this. If my idea is right, if it's a I... Rocky'll be a free man by tonight. But Kim, it's crazy. He seemed pretty sure it was right. How could he be? My gun killed Johnny Mallory. There just can't be any two ways about that. You didn't kill him. And nobody else but you had the gun. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's true. Sweetheart, if he's right. If his idea whatever it is, proves you're innocent.
2: He shouldn't have come to you getting your hopes up.
3: Getting yours up, too, if it comes to that.
2: No, not me. Lucky? I had a, another talk with McMillan. And? He said he checked everything out, his staff, anyhow. Guys who do his investigating. And... <sighs> it's hopeless. No. Yeah. He wants me to plead guilty. Guilty? With a plea for clemency on grounds of, I don't know, temporary insanity, something like that. Is he out of his mind? Funny, if there's anybody in this world who isn't out of his mind, it's Gar McMillan. Oh, Frank. Hello, Rocky. Kim. I brought the afternoon paper. Fives. I, uh... I just come from seeing McMillan. He told me about the guilty plea. You gonna ride with that? I don't know yet. You. You'd better. Why? Kim, I don't want to upset you. Why, well, Frank? If Rocky pleads innocent, the jury just plain won't believe him. Now, no jury in its right mind would. But
3: Frank, you don't understand.
2: We've we've got to face facts. Rocky's the next con. Listen
3: to me, Frank. There's a man, a friend of Rocky's. They call him Fats. He came to see me earlier today, and wait, Frank, would you wait. listen to me, please? He said he was sure Rocky was innocent, positive of it. And if an idea had worked out that Kim, he could prove another gun was used to kill Mallory. I
2: told her, Fats is talking blue sky. Fats is dead. What? Dead? He's a front page headline in the afternoon paper. There. See for yourself. For killing near police headquarters. The owner of a pistol shooting practice range, Fats Jack Spratt, was gunned down in cold blood this afternoon just a block from police headquarters. Oh, no. Decent guy like Fats. Why? Well, you've got me. But how did you happen to know him? I practiced at the range he owned when I could afford it. I liked him. He liked me. <sighs> yeah. Well, whatever idea he had, I'd we'll never know what it was now.
3: That depends.
2: On what? On
3: whether he was killed before he got to Lieutenant Chambers or after. Lieutenant Chambers?
2: Yes, come in, Mrs. Stark. Come in. And have a seat. Hi, oh, uh, thank you. You're the wife of Rocky Stark, and you wanted to see me about Jack Spratt, Fats? Yes. Fats he... was a good friend of mine. We've known each other for years. How'd you happen to know him, Mrs. Stark? Well, he
3: came to see me about my husband three hours or so before he, before he was m- murdered.
2: Oh? Why did Fats want to see you about your husband?
3: he said he had an idea of how johnny mallory was killed
2: well i uh, i guess we know how mallory was killed don't we do we oh, i'm sorry of course you feel
3: i certainly do lieutenant my husband is innocent
2: well he's uh, he's yet to be proved guilty that's for sure
3: lieutenant was Stats killed before he saw you or afterward
2: before he saw me, I, I, I don't think I understand.
3: When he left me, he was on his way here to see you. He had this idea he wanted to talk to you about.
2: Oh. Well, he, he never got here. Come to think of it, he must have been on his way here when he was shot down. He was. Well, I'll be.
3: <sighs> I, I guess that ends that. Well, thank you for your time, Oh,
2: no, wait, wait. wait. Uh, sit down, Mrs. Stark. Tom, hold all my calls, Okay. I, um... Uh, I think you and I ought to do some talking, Mrs. Stark. I don't know what about, Lieutenant. Fats never told you... I was gunned down on his way to see me, which could mean somebody didn't want him to see me. Didn't want me to find out what idea Fats had in mind. I didn't think of that. Well, think of it now, Mrs. Stark. What idea did Fats have in mind? Exactly what idea... Of course, it goes without saying that the idea Fats had in mind stops this side of sanity. How could two bullets be fired from one gun, but leave the markings on them of another gun? As any forensic expert will tell you, it's an impossibility. And yet, well, I promise we'll know the answer, and there is an answer, when I return for Act 3. When a certain Johnny Mallory was murdered with two bullets from a 38 automatic, the bullets, dug from the back seat of the car in which Mallory was sitting, were traced to a gun owned by Rocky Stark. The murder bullets match exactly, precisely, a test bullet fired from Rocky's 38 automatic. Yet Rocky claims that although the gun has never left his possession, he did not murder Johnny Mallory. This, as Lieutenant Larry Chambers of Ballistics, tells Rocky's devoted wife, Kim, is an absolute and utter impossibility. My husband didn't kill Johnny Mallory, Lieutenant. I know he didn't. Now look, you're his wife. You love him. Naturally, you would feel that way. But uh, assuming, for argument's sake, he didn't kill Mallory, then someone else killed him. And that someone else used, or uh, had to use, your husband's 38. That's impossible.
3: Rocky at that gun as if his life depended on it.
2: Oh, I wish he hadn't. I wish he could say someone might have stolen it. Uh, let, let's get back to Fat Jack Spratt. Now, tell me again what he told you. He said
3: he had an idea how somebody could have murdered Mallory with another gun and make it look like Rocky's.
2: That was exactly what he told you? Our memories played tricks on
3: us sometimes. He said someone else could have... burned, burned, that was the word he used, burned. Mallory with another gun and made it look like Rocky's. Now, those were his words exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Nobody could have pumped two bullets into Mallory with another gun and made it look like your husband's. No two guns make the same marks on a bullet. Still and all... Yes? Nobody in this town knew more about guns, especially small firearms, handguns, and fats. If he had some idea of how it could have been done, then I'd say it could be done. Could be why he was killed. Somebody was scared he'd blow this whole puzzle wide open. But you can't. I mean what Pat said doesn't add up for you. Uh uh-uh. uh. But let me think about it for a while and maybe it will. You don't sound very hopeful. Hey, y'all, Lieutenant. Uh, let's see the tag on that gun. Yeah, it's Rocky Stark's all right. Okay, fire me a test bullet. My four. Here's a test bullet we use when we compare I know the... that, Pete, but fire me another. Whatever you say, look. Just let me fit it into the test box here, so... Uh, I'll have it dug out of the cotton in a second. It, uh, uh, here Thanks. it is. Thanks. Now let's put it under the comparison microscope with one of the murder bullets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you set up. Go on, have a look. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They match. No doubt about that. Same grooves and scratches, pit marks in the rim. Satisfied? Hmm? I guess so. Only... uh, Only what? I don't know. What about Fats? Why was he gunned down on his way to see me? Well, thanks for your trouble, Pete. What trouble? I enjoy shooting bullets into that box and finding them again. (laughs) Gives me a sense of accomplishment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Send Mrs. Stark right in. (laughs) Come in, Kim, baby. Come in. Good to see you. Here, sit here, right here. How's about a drink, huh?
3: No, thanks.
2: You don't mind if I... uh... Of course not. Well, it's a long time no see. More than a month.
3: You said you wanted to see me about Rocky. You said you could help him.
2: Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that.
3: Let's get to it now. It's the only reason I'm here.
2: <sighs> okay. Rocky goes to trial tomorrow and he hasn't got a prayer. You know it, I know it. In that case, how can you help him? Well, I figure he's worried about you, so uh how would you like a job here at the club? Hostess, uh that kind of thing. A job? Here. Well, the pay'd be good, a lot better than you do as a waitress. Is this
3: what you asked me here for? Is this your way of helping Rocky?
2: Take a worry off his mind, wouldn't it? I mean, he'd know you have a good paying job, that you were secure and safe. Safe? Around you? I'd be safer in a snake pit. Now, wait a minute. Don't right. go. Get your hands oh, off me, Come don't on, it. baby, will you? Come
3: Let go of on. What? me, you. Go with your head.
2: Ah, a little pain never did any harm, dog. <laughs> ah, well, I'm what is it? Yeah. What's he want? Hm. I got a choice. Okay, send the bum in. I beat it, Bubby. Out this way. Then
3: what's wrong with the front door? Come huh? on,
2: do as I tell you. Out. Out
3: this way. <laughs>
2: oh, times for this guy to Oh, heck. Uh, come on in. Come on in, Lieutenant. Uh, uh, what was it? Chambers. Uh, yeah. You're Manny Ravel? <laughs> hey, what do you want, Lieutenant? I'm busy. So am I. Rocky Stark and you were partners in this nightclub a little more than two years ago. Is that right? what of it? The two of you were accused of using the place as a front for a loan shark operation, is that right? You know what it is, so why bother asking? You also know that Rocky was operating behind my back? Guy was innocent, and Rocky confess. There's talk around that he took a fall for you. (laughs) So what else is new? That you and Johnny Mallory weren't hitting it off too well for quite a while before he took two slugs in the head... And that you've always had a yen for Rocky's wife. Come on, Lieutenant. Spill it. What are you after? I think you killed Mallory. I think you need psychiatric help, Lieutenant. You had three solid motives. One, put Rocky away on ice and he'd never be able to tell what he knows. Two, get rid of Mallory by framing Rocky. And at the same time, three, satisfy that yen of yours for Rocky's wife. It adds up, Ravel. You know, I changed my mind. You don't need a psychiatrist. You need a computer. Mallory was killed with Rocky's gun, and that gun in his own statement was never out of his hands. And second thought, forget the computer. Even a computer won't help you add that up. It's bugging you. (laughs) You're bugging me. Pete, all I've asked for is the photographs of those bullets. For the hundredth time, what do you expect to come up with? Nothing. Nothing? It's hopeless. I know it's hopeless. And yet, I saw her this afternoon, Kim Stark. He goes to the gas chamber tonight, midnight. She looked like... She looked awful, Pete. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's rough, sure, but... One thing that bugs me and keeps bugging me is the pit marks on the murder slugs. I told you they were made with black powder. Now, black powder pits the rim deeper than smokeless. But why would he buy black powder bullets when he could buy smokeless? I told you that, too. They're cheaper. He was saving money. Black powder, smokeless powder. What's the difference? The marks on the murder slugs match the marks on the test bullet, and that cinches everything. Seems that way. Lieutenant! (sighs) It is that way. Now, once and for all... That's the way it is. Kim. Rocky. Hard things. (laughs) Silly question.
3: No, no. I'm
2: all right. Eight o'clock. Yeah. We always have supper around eight. Uh (laughs) How... Have you eaten? You want
3: something? No, I'm okay. i will
2: bring in a tray if you want. No, no thanks. There's something I want to say. Tell you. Yeah, Rocky? I, I don't want you to... I, I don't want... Listen, you've got your life ahead of you. You're young and you're pretty and you meet the right guy. You meet the right guy someday, you marry him. Rocky,
3: there's only one man in my life. And there'll never be any other. You listen. You listen. There's never been anybody like you. And there never will be. I never loved anyone the way I love you. And and I never will again. We had love together. Dreams together.
2: Busted now. All oh, oh, busted. Kim, you can't live with busted dreams. You can repair them.
3: Maybe. And if you can't, well... If they were worth enough to you, and they were, Rocky, you can live with the
2: pieces. Oh, Kim. Kim. I, I love you. Lieutenant? Are you all alone? I thought there'd be others here. No. May I come in?
3: I'd uh, rather you didn't.
2: Well, I thought... Uh, never mind. Just just one thing. I'm sorry I couldn't do anything. I try. Believe me, I try.
3: I believe you. And I, I thank you. you. You did everything anyway. Oh, come in. Oh, no,
2: not if you prefer No, no, you... no. no.
3: I, I'm acting the way Rocky wouldn't want me to act. Doing what he wouldn't want me to do. Cutting myself off. Drowning in my own self-pity. Come in. Uh, there's, uh, there's coffee. Would you like it? Oh,
2: sure, to... thanks. I don't know what i do without coffee. I know I drink too much of it, but... What is it? This box of bullets. Here on the dresser. This box of bullets. What about it? They're made with smokeless powder. Rocky used bullets made with smokeless powder. What often? What a fool I've been. What a stupid fool. That's it. That's what Fats wanted to tell me. It explains everything. It's uh, the answer. The simple answer. So simple, I never saw it. The answer to the whole damn riddle. Well, but who are you calling? The D.A., the governor, if I have to, to stop Rocky's execution. What? He's innocent, Kim. Rocky's innocent. Uh, By heaven, now I can prove it. <laughs> Lieutenant, I, I don't know how to thank you. What, what do you say to a guy when he saves your life and at the last minute too <laughs> You could ask why he wasn't smarter, quicker. It was staring me smack in the face all the time, and I never saw it. The slugs that supposedly killed Johnny Mallory, that were dug out of the back seat of the murder car, were pitted with black powder. And the bullets I used were smokeless powder. Right, right. even so, the bullets that came out of that back seat were fired from my thirty eight automatic by me. But it's Fat Jack's practice range, honey. Sure, sure, ammunition that Fats let us use for practice because it was a lot cheaper than the smokeless stuff. And no trick at all for Manny Ravel to get all of a few slugs from the practice range. Bullets fired by your gun and stuffed them into the holes made by the bullets that killed Johnny Mallory. After removing the bullets that did kill him, of course.
3: It all looked so impossible. Yet there was a simple answer all the time.
2: The answer you came up with, Lieutenant. Almost too late, Rocky. Almost too late. Luckily, not too late. So, once again, friends, i brought you a mystery seemingly impossible of solution. And, once again, the answer was as plain to you as it was to Lieutenant Chambers, who saw it only in the nick of time. Did you see it before he did? You did? Well, you're a better detective than he is. Or I am. I didn't. I'll be back shortly. save you the trouble of writing and asking, let me tell you that all is well today with Kim and Rocky, and their very close friend, Lieutenant Chambers. Rocky's doing pretty well with Fat's practice range. Mm-hmm. He took it over, not only as a going business, but in memory of his old friend. As for Kim, she's just very happy to, uh, as the song title has it, to have a man around the house, her man. Our cast included Patricia Elliott, Mason Adams, George Petrie, Earl Hammond, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. The Columbia Broadcasting System. Your dial is at news with John Scott, WOR New
0: York. In business, you rarely hear the expression "for life." You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken One Hundred and Eighty Weight Loss.